Your news program every morning with up-to-the-minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM. So do you like to start your morning off with a little spritz of Febreze on your clothes to freshen up maybe from the clothes that you can't wash every day? Well, the government has released the concentration of the controversial chemical substances such as DDAC and BIT contained in Febreze and reassured the public that the level isn't high enough to pose immediate harm to the respiratory system or general health. But the announcement doesn't seem to be received well by the public whose fear and mistrust against biocide products have already been heightened by the ongoing humidifier disinfectant scandal. So now we're going to bring in Professor, Professor Seol Dae-woo from Chungang University's College of Pharmacy, who's going to tell us a little bit more about the chemicals involved here. Good morning. Good morning. Hi. So can you explain to us more about these chemicals in question, DDAC and BIT? How does that affect our health? Uh, yeah, these chemicals are key ingredients in famous deodorant product of Febreze. They were used at uh, low concentration. Uh, so the company says they are safe. But uh, specifically, uh, DDAC uh, is an antiseptic and disinfectant used in many biocidal applications. Uh, this chemical is known to disrupt uh, intermolecular uh, interactions and cause the dissociation of lipid bilayers of organisms. So the skin uh, seems likely to be safe at uh, low concentration, but possibly uh, harmful to the lung if inhaled as a fume. Mm. Uh, studies have shown that uh, in mice, uh, this chemical is known to cause uh, infertility and birth defects. Uh, another one is BIT. It also has uh, a micro, uh, microbial uh, killer uh, activity and uh, fungal uh, killing activity. Uh, it is widely used as a uh, preservative for emergency pains and uh, many uh, home cleaning and uh, car care products. Uh, it has a potential toxicity uh, if it is used uh, uh, to uh, us. Uh, specifically, I guess that uh, lung is very susceptible to this chemical. So when you see these chemicals in products that are just commonly available outside of a pharmacy, did it ever make you feel concerned? that consumers were just uh, spraying this all over the place and they could possibly inhale it? Uh, inhalation is, uh, is a very a, uh, a special route for delivery. Uh, there are three very important concepts in uh, toxicology and pathology. Uh, the, the number one a, uh, concept is that dose or concentration. A number two is uh, uh, material state, just like a, a liquid film. Uh, number three is a delivery route or contact site. A certain chemical in a given concentration is uh, uh, safe to skin. However, the same chemical as the same state is highly toxic to eyes or to the lung as a film. So uh, that's why a, a lot why, of the, right? yeah, skin is completely different from lung in structure. 
skin cells uh, reside underneath several protective layers, but the lung does not. So lung is highly susceptible to a, a toxic fume. And a lot so, of these tests are conducted on the skin? They're not conducted when uh, people are exposed through their exactly. eyes or their lungs? Right. So that's why there are all those warnings on these products saying, please keep away from eyes and don't breathe in all this uh, the stuff, so because right. that's, that's not where the tests are being made. Yes. So what do you think of the government's announcement that the concentration of these substances contained in Febreze is not harmful to the human body? Does that mean that if you just splash it on your skin, you're okay? Uh, yes, definitely, yeah. Uh, you uh, flushed off that uh, uh, liquid in the skin, it's going to be okay. But as I said, that the skin is totally different from the lung in structure, so lung is highly susceptible to this chemical. So this chemical may be harmful to the lung if inhaled. So we cannot say, or nobody can say that it is safe to the lung or in a state of inhalation uh, unless it is a... Uh, tested and confirmed to be safe to the lung, okay? Right. So fabrics may be okay to the skin, but uh, we cannot say it is safe to the lung. So they're saying that in the concentrations that are contained in Febreze, it's too low for, for it to be a threat even if you breathe it in? Uh, as I said, it's going to be okay to the skin, but we cannot say it is safe to the lung because it has not been tested uh, uh, for lung. Mm. So the, the, because of the structure of a lung, a uh, very low concentration can be harmful mm. uh, to the lung, uh, not in skin. So uh, unless tested uh, uh, to the lung, we cannot say right. that. Right. And that's a little worrisome because Febreze is meant to make things smell good. So, I mean, at, at some certain point, it's supposed to be affecting the way that we smell things and that's linked to to breathing. What do you think about the the names of the chemical ingredients on Febreze not being indicated on its packaging? Uh, it's, uh, I don't know the, the our uh, law but uh, we need to uh, just uh, change the law to disclose all the chemicals used and uh, the, the home products. Uh, so for augmenting a safety, and uh, we have to disclose all the chemicals used uh, in the home products. Right. So could the Korean government perhaps learn from the case of the, the United States Environmental Protection Agency, which, for example, has guidelines for using and taking care of humidifiers at homes? Uh, <laughs> I don't understand your, your question. Can you or is how, like how much does the government really have to warn the consumers? I mean, are there examples that we can look to in other countries that may have these guidelines as just a normal uh, course of life? Uh, I think a uh, different countries has different rule, and also basically, I don't understand why we need a uh, disinfectant in humidifier. But basically, we just uh, live together with uh, any germs uh, in nature. And so I think uh, that uh, uh, we don't have to just eradicate the germs completely uh, from our nature. And then the more dangerous one is that uh, use of uh, disinfectant in humidifier. Mm. Basically, just uh, to me, just uh, 
I don't worry about uh, that the germs, just a low concentration of germs in my just environment, in the living conditions. So I don't want to have just a total eradication of the germs in my just room. So uh, use of any kind of just uh, disinfectant in humidifier have, have a very strong potential to be toxic uh, to our health. So. I would like to recommend uh, to avoid any kind of a, such a disinfectant uh, from a, a humidifier or, as I said, the lung structure is very susceptible uh, to any toxic mm. chemicals. So try to avoid that, uh, that uh, film state. So as you're looking at this case, I'm sure you have so much uh, scientific knowledge and background and perhaps suspicions of general consumer products that have gone onto the market where you might have been concerned about the potential toxic effects. Are there other kinds of products that you would recommend our listeners to take a second look at and maybe even not use? Uh, yeah, I would like to recommend that uh, but, uh, many kinds of abilities. Bleach. Just for example, the hydrogen peroxide solution is uh, commonly used for the skin wound. Mm -hmm. uh, this solution can generate the oxygen radical, mm -hmm. but that oxygen radical is highly reactive, so harmful to the lung if inhaled. Oh. That's why I guess this was not used as a humidifier, a uh, disinfectant, even though it is well known. So you must pay a tremendous amount of attention to the bleaches uh, generating reactive oxygen radical. So must be very precautious not to inhale the fume of bleaches. So even bleach to use in your laundry? Yes. Okay. And what should people keep in mind, especially when they go out and shop, if they can't uh, really even understand what's going on? Uh, Basically, the many most of the products used in the home just for washing is very safe to the skin. Right. Okay. That is already tested and confirmed to be safe to the skin. All right. But, so a lot of things that we have to consider there. Thank you so much, Professor, for joining us today. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Coming up, we have more. Stick with us this morning.